Bandwidth for all shows on the Aussie Tech Heads network is supplied by Aussie Tech Heads web hosting. For a fast, affordable and reliable Australian server with fantastic support, contact Aussie Tech Heads web hosting at aussietechheads.com.au. Aussie Tech Heads, Australia's best hosting service. Welcome everyone to another episode of Aussie Tech Heads, episode 457, and it's on the 1st of October 2015. Don't forget to set your clocks forward this weekend if you're in New South Wales, Victoria or Tasmania. And the show live show will move from 7.30pm Eastern to 8.30pm in New South Wales, Victoria, Tasmania, but still 7.30 in Queensland. Try and work that out if you dare. All right, we are brought to you by athwebhosting.com.au. If you need some web hosting, go there. You can get some nice, affordable web hosting on Austra- servers on Australian soil and go your hardest. Do your own emails, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, get cracking. All right, uh, we've got some hosts tonight, some co-hosts. We'll uh, go around the, the grounds. We'll go to who we got first. Eric is coming up first, so let's say hi to Eric. Hey, Eric. Hello, gentlemen. How do you do? Good Good night last night on yes. the lab. Oh, we'll Excellent. T- yes, we'll talk about that for those who are interested. We'll talk about our pod- International Podcast Day hour a little bit later on, but we've got to talk to Will first because he's, he's a big part of the blab as well. So hi, Will. Welcome to the show. Evening, gents. How are we doing? Good, good. How's your week been? Oh, busy, mate. Busy. Yeah. I've... Uh... Yeah, I've been doing all sorts of weird stuff this week, I tell you. That's the go. That's the go. Actually, I have internet that works. Mm. Uh, Good. So I haven't had to restart. Good. We've had streams that have worked. We've had shows that have been successful. What is going on this week? (laughs) I have no idea. You've just just jinxed it. (laughs) There was was a full moon. It was a blood moon, wasn't it? Oh, Oh, really? Full moon. It was as big as bloody anything last night, wasn't it? It was great. I went mm. straight to bed. <laughs> uh, it was pretty intense, wasn't it? It was, it was. Now, look, as if you didn't know, yesterday, the 30th of September, was the International Podcast Day, and they did, the organisers organised a 24, I think it was more than 24 hours, but it was a continuous podcast stream, and it included various, oh, multiples, I didn't count them up, but there's, there was more than a dozen, at least. Uh, and everyone had an hour. We got an hour. We went from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Australian Eastern. And I think that was about 3 a.m. in California. So, you know, probably a lot of people snoozing over there at that time. Didn't want to wake up. Maybe some people why, set their alarms. Why not? Yeah, I heard some people set their alarms just to wake up and have a look. But, uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, we got on and it was great. We found a new platform, the blab.im. It's a streaming platform. Only gripe is that it's uh, 4.3 and not 16.9. That's right. Yeah. But anyway, that's just... Not quite uh, high enough frame rate for, for anything other than a normal podcast at the moment. Mm. But it's getting not yeah. bad for a, free, for a free platform. I can't complain too much. And there's a lot of viewers on here, so the exposure is quite good on Blab. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think, uh, look, when we were on, we took over from some Germans and that was a bit tricky. 
because, uh, you know, <laughs> we're going, I just listened out for the word Aussie. <laughs> as soon as I heard Aussie, I went, click, we'll come in there. But, uh, yeah, that was uh, good. We handed over to some Scottish guys and, uh, yeah, just went around the world hour after hour. It was, uh, it was great. We did our little segment we did. And, look, I think Will's recorded it. will be on YouTube at some stage in the near future. Just uh, got to clean the audio up a little bit and, and it'll be up there. Yes, and uh, not from swearing, but there's a little couple of clicks in there. Oh, no, no we so, don't swear here. G- given, oh, that our po- given that our podcast, that we, our, uh, our segment was on, um, you know, make sure you've got clean audio and everything in your podcast, so I figured I probably should <laughs> clean it up a bit before we release it. Yes, but we also spoke about uh, how to podcast for free or on a very limited budget. So, you know, there's no need to spend hundreds of dollars a year hosting somewhere. We'll tell you all how to do it for free. So look out for that blab. I don't know if they record blabs or whatever they do, but it'll be on YouTube. So go to youtube.com forward slash Aussie Tech Heads and make sure you subscribe and you'll get that in your inbox as soon as that goes up. Okay. Well, let's – have we finished with that? You got anything else to say about the podcast day? I think it went well. I caught a couple of shows, uh, a couple of other Australian ones. It It was really good. I look forward to the next one. Loved it. Yes. Loved taking part. It was Fun. great. Hmm. It was right. a very, very intense one-hour period. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. We could do a show like this without a problem and, and it seems pretty laid back and cruisy, but that one hour of, of live stream to the world seemed pretty intense for some reason. Will was stressing. <laughs> yeah, Will was freaking out. No, sweating, I, sweating bullets. It's not as if the show doesn't stream live to the world anyway, Will. It's because it was like 45 degrees in my room last time. <laughs> Well, there, there you go. Oh, that's the middle of winter. What's going on? Oh, oh it's spring. stupid. I've mm. got the fan on. I've got the window open and I'm sweating. <laughs> yeah, that's no good. That's probably, all, that's probably all that servers that behind you, pumping out all that hot air. It could have been mon- the vind- vindaloo you had for dinner. <laughs> it's, not all, it's not those five monitors in front of you, though, would it? No, it's no. Not, it wouldn't no, be that. They're only LCDs. They don't put off that much heat. <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't be that. No way. What about the boxes that are running them? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. They're just out of arm's reach, so they shouldn't be too bad. <laughs> I reckon Will's got um, heat coming just from the friction of the electricity meter spinning around. <laughs> in winter, seriously, you can walk into this room in winter and it's the only room in the house you don't wear have to wear a jumper. Yeah, right. Well, there you go. How do you so, like that? It's a little warm in here. <laughs> All right. Look, let's uh, start. Look, I've got to, let's kick it off with a, with a story that I found interesting. There's been a lot of talk about Uber and how everyone hates Uber. Well, the taxi people do anyway, and yeah. I'm against Uber. I'll let you know now. I'm not going to. Uh, I'll be. In, I will remain out of this discussion because I do not like Uber. I think it's unfair. Well, and they're not. They should be regulated like the taxi drivers. Well, your audio is doing strange things, Eric. Sorry. Uh, did you hear? I'll say it again. No, said, we heard. If they, <laughs> no, I heard. You heard good. Really, really loud. Good. Yeah. So, well, look, Eric. You can you can have your say. We don't mind you having your say. But let me. I'll I'll do the story first. And uh, and you can tell us why you think that. I think it. I think it's a it's a good idea, personally. No, I've got no problem with the concept itself. Uber. I don't. I think it should be. I'm a free market guy. You know that, Glenn. Well, Plus, it's, it's got to be a little playing field. Yeah. The taxi drivers should not have to pay three hundred thousand bucks for a plate, and Uber doesn't. They're not regulated. They don't have to pay insurance, like workers' comp, public liability, none of that. Mm. Now you level the playing field. Uber away. But you can't take that out on Uber. That's the government's fault. That's right, exactly. It's the government's unwillingness to act mm. and tell them, hey, hang on, that's fine, but you've got to comply with X, Y, and Z, and they haven't done that. So, but anyway, so put that aside for a second. Uh, this week in Canberra, 
the government announced it will be the first jurisdiction in the country to embrace ride-sharing and introduce legislation to ensure UberX is part of the way Canberrans get around the capital. So we've got this Chief Minister Barr. He's listened to the people of Canberra, the whole five of them, and has taken action to bring more transport choices to consumers and increased opportunity for drivers. So it's probably, imagine that, all the, when the, the, the limos, they go around, they drop all the pollies off, you know, to their dinners and high teas, they'll, they'll just pick up their phone and Uber themselves around. They get a bit <laughs> of money on the side. Uh, yeah, but that's fine because they're already licensed under the Hire Car Act. No problem. They're already right. covered. It's the new guy. It's you and me. Like, you know, I get in, I put, some, you know, get in my car and go, right, I'm going to take someone down the road for 10 bucks. You know, one minute here, one minute there. Mm. Um, that's, that's the issue. It's the unregulated stuff. So anyway, like I, I also heard that this week, New South Wales, I think it was, was actually suspending the registrations of cars that were operating as Uber. They haven't done too many, about, I don't know, 40 or something. But I mean, but isn't it different? Isn't it ride sharing? You know, that this is where it's going to come down to a legality. Uh, and what... what October, no, the more ride sharing, you, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't be charging if you're ride sharing. From 30th of October, the Car government is costs of drivers of drivers and taxi owners halving the taxi license fee in 2016 halving again in 2017 annual license fees for hire cars will also be reduced only taxis will be allowed to make curbside pickups and use ranks and ride shares having to pre-range fares only and no curb no curbside pickups a ride share driver will have to pay $50 per application fee $65 for a vehicle inspection and $45 for a police check Hmm. So they are slowly starting to legal level up. Slowly, yeah. Well, that's that's a that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. But what about all those guys who already paid three hundred thousand bucks for their life for their cab license? That's the right. All willing good to halve it now yeah. and then halve it in two years or whatever. So in the end, a taxi license will might cost you thirty thousand dollars, which means more people will drive taxis, which is a good thing. Mm. Um, and they have more privileges than you know the limo drivers and the uh, Uber drivers because you know they can pick up a taxi ranks and the others can't. And that's what you pay your thirty grand for to get that advantage, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, what about what about the guys that paid three hundred grand? That's the that's the bad part, isn't it? That's like, that's, that's the issue. That's, that's the issue. Yes. I've got no problem if they halve it and halve it. Even if a taxi license is ten grand, and UberX guys have to cough up a couple of thousand dollars a year to stay on the road. Fine, good, go for it. Hmm. But you're right. It's, like, the, it's the current guys that I'm that I that I feel for, not the not yeah. the concept in general, because I think good more well, competition is better. We all know what taxis cost; they cost a bloody fortune. Mm. And there's been a lot of taxi owners who have who have um, sold their licenses or forfeited their license to go and drive for UberX. So I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, a, it's that, just... that's a decision, a personal decision they've had to make. But they've got to wear mm. that loss. It's the think... real money they've had to throw away. Look, I was, I was talking to a Canberrian today, and I said, "Oh, what do what do you think about this coming in there and and taxi drivers and whatever?" And he and he just basically said, "Look." There's there's not enough taxis. You can't get a taxi to the airport half the time. You ring them up, you book it, may or may not come. And you know, no, that's true. And that's, that's why true. people have got in, in all cities. Yeah, in all cities. yeah. And that you know, I suppose Canberra, smaller place, uh, admittedly, but uh, look, they're willing to take it on. And look, I don't know what happens to the the three hundred thousand ta- taxi plates. Like they've just devalued overnight. You'd be spewing if oh, you yeah. if you had one. You'd be you'd be oh yeah. Now imagine if you bought a house and no one told you they were building. Um, a homeless shelter next door. Mm. Yeah, but overnight I mean, your house, your value would be halved. Well, I don't know. I was talking to. Um, well, actually, we do. We we've got half a dozen taxi companies as as part of our work that we maintain. 
And I was talking to a couple of them the other day, and they said they haven't bought a taxi license in over 15 years. Yeah. Well, it might be different in Queensland, but it's definitely not that not, not the case here in New but South they, Wales. They haven't bought one because they haven't needed. They've, they've hit their quota. There are, and they haven't needed to buy any more. So they've well and truly paid for their their taxi licenses anyway. Mm. But anyway, that's uh, that's all about Uber and taxi. I've never done it yet. I haven't tried one. I am I'm keen to. I will. But, uh, to tell you the truth, I um I would I will stick with taxis. I find them a little bit more. You know, they've got all the security gadgets in there and the cameras yeah, and all the shields and whatnot. Now, no one who drives who has a, a normal car is going to spend all that money fitting out their car. And you don't know who you're getting, really. Oh, you're you ch- get in the car with Charlie Manson. No, well, they, they do police, police checks. checks. Yeah, mate. How, how many people have got through police checks? They used to do gun checks, too, and people used to buy guns. That didn't really stop Martin Bryant. Because mm. they didn't do it. Hey! <laughs> oh no! Here we go. Conspiracy. Oh, foil hat. <laughs> yeah. Oh what? no! Martin Bryant landed on the moon. <laughs> that never happened. The moon. The moon never happened. Oh, there's a denier. Never happened. All wow. right. Okay. Then if the moon happened, why haven't they gone there since? They've been there, done that. No, it doesn't. No crap. All right. <laughs> Henry Ford invented the car. All right, well, that's it. No more. We don't have to develop another car. We're not going to make it better. That's it. hundred years later, we're still driving the Model T. There's nothing to do up at the moon. It's not the point. They haven't done it since. Oh, look, I reckon. Look, you it's a look. load of crap. They never went up there. Yeah, no, and, there's no, and if you watch the footage, there is no wind on the moon, and that flag is flapping away like a tuck shop lady's arms. <laughs> that bloody uh, show, what was it? Uh, Mythbusters. Myth they mythbusted that. Exactly that myth. But anyway, let, let's not get buried. They're, they're, don't forget, they're paid by the government. Let's not get buried in moon dust. Not uh, anymore. <laughs> what, uh, what's brought your attention uh, this week, Eric? Anything exciting? Uh, El Capitan was released today, for those who have Macs. Right. And, and I think I heard that there's another iOS um, software update. Glenn, well, there probably should be because I have my phone does freeze a bit. My yeah, mine has. Success. I go my banking apps do freeze, and I don't know if that's um, what you call an iOS issue or a um, uh, the banking app issue. Mm. And it only happens with one banking app, so I'm assuming it's that. I know my Dan Murphy app doesn't open. Spewing, missing out on all those points. Oh, BWS. Oh no. <laughs> okay, there is an update. I just got it here. It fixes an issue with the setting to turn on or off app mobile data usage. So what's happening is you turn it off and it's actually not off. So you think you're on Wi-Fi, but you're not. Well done, Apple. Good on you. Mm. Um, resolves an issue to prevent an iMessage for activation. Could have done with that in Singapore, you dicks. <laughs> now, uh, everyone, everyone knows to turn that off, don't they? Did we talk about that last week? Uh, oh, switch to 4G if your Wi-Fi is low. Yes, turn that off. Yes, I'm not sure where that is. No, no, it's called Wi-Fi assistance. And it's in under the Wi-Fi? Where is that at? No, I'll tell you where it is. Because what can happen is if your Wi-Fi is low, oh, it just switches you to 4G and away yeah. you go, That's watching right, that yeah, movie. Yeah, away you go. What's yeah, that? So you go to stream, General. Stream that movie you love five times. And then you get your, your <laughs> bill and your, you, uh, your eyes pop out of your head. Yeah, no, so uh, look, we'll wait, wait for Eric to get those instructions yeah, you, before we move on. Are we going to move on? Move on, and I'll scream it out when I get them. All right. I, I did it. My, I did it myself. Now, as you as know, well. oh, have we had? We haven't had a show since the iPhone came out, have we? 
the success? Oh, I don't think don't so. Know. No, you show me your show me your success. You haven't shown it to well, us. Here it is. Well, it's got to look exactly like a six. <laughs> Did you get the gay coloured one? No, I got the space Silver. grey. Oh, pensioner grey. Okay. Yeah, after after the moon landing. Retirement space grey. Yes. Good on you. I'll tell you a funny story about this. I um, my wife got one as well. And so anyway, so I, I got mine and I put this little plastic cover on it, right, for the back of it, a little plastic cover, you know, and I was going to go down the shop and buy a screen cover, which I have done. There they are. There are. I'm going to try and put them box. on. Hey, what a surprise. Still in the box. What a Thank surprise. <laughs> so anyway, hang on. Anyway, so so anyway, so I unwrapped her phone, you know, uh, updated it and all that, you know, installed it, whatever you have to do to it. And so, you know, when the when you open up, the Apple has got that the flip around protective film. So it's just like a screen protector, but it's uh, it's it's one, it's one. Okay, so so I thought, okay, well, we won't have to put a protector on this because there's already one there. I can put the back the back uh, cover on, you know, and then and I just cut a little bit off so she could use the button. Happy days. Yes. Happy days. So I thought, yeah, cool. So um, so anyway, so a couple of days went by, and then she goes, oh, look, there's something wrong with my phone. And, she, and she's going, what? <laughs> I said, why? What's wrong? You know? And she goes, well, I can't hear people properly. Oh, no. And, yeah, and so I'm listening to it, and then every time the speaker comes on, it goes, clink, and then and you can't hear it. And you go, what? What? That's stuffed. So anyway, I said, you have to go and take that to Apple. I'll just give you a new one. You know, there's something wrong. Oh, no, so, uh, I know what you've done. So she she rings up the Apple shop or rings up the Apple dudes. The, the, the I don't know. I think she spoke to an Aussie. So she rings up Apple, and the guy on the phone goes, "Oh, he goes, have you? So this is a new phone." <laughs> and she goes, "Yeah." And she goes, and he goes, um, "Have you taken the film off that covers the speaker?" <laughs> so because I left that film on it, the screen protector. It was actually over the speaker at the top as well, which was muffling it. <laughs> so she, she rips it off and away she goes. Nothing wrong with Good it. Good on you, Glenny. Nothing, wrong, nothing with wrong with it. Yeah, I got the blame for that. All right. Uh, did you find that setting? No, I had it. I can't find it now. They, have they got rid of it? Look, I put it on the Facebook. It's on uh, facebook.com forward slash Aussie Techhead. So, called Wi-Fi Assist. Yeah, go, go and like the page and you'll see the post. It's not too far from the top. So that's where it is. But anyway, look, Will's uh, got heaps of stories this week to get through. So let's go and find out what he's, what he's got. What do you got, Will? Uh, a couple. We're talking pre-show to some of the, uh, the chat in, um, in Blab, actually. They're talking about the NBN. Well... The first of two national broadband network satellites has blasted off into space, bringing fast internet speeds a step closer to regional Australia. The satellite, named the Skymuster by a six-year-old Northern Territory student, Bailey Brook, of course, was launched from was launched from French Guiana. Guiana. Guiana? That's spelled wrong. Ghana. Ghana. Yeah. This is going to say it's. I'm sure that's spelled wrong in the in the news. But anyway. The rocket got up to a speed of more than three kilometres per second as it covers 450... Well, so it should, otherwise it's not going to... Yeah, anyway. Um, so basically, many homes and businesses in regional rural Australia will rely on dial-up speeds, <laughs> little or no access to commercial broadband. This satellite will help close the divide. Both rockets are designed to deliver satellites that offer broadband to more than 200,000 rural and remote businesses while they... Um, while they... Homes and remote businesses, sorry. While they launch today, the satellites won't be online until early next year. 
Um, the there has been some contro- controversy uh, surrounding the NBN satellites, which concern with concern whether or not they'll be able to handle the traffic. Speeds of 25 meg have been promised to rural users, but experts have warned that during peak periods the connections could grind to a halt. Um, like anything, of course, like 4G, like anything, it's going to, you know, once mm. you load it up, it's going to collapse. They do have a high... I was reading specs on another page I can't find at the moment. They have a pretty high throughput on these particular satellites, but uh, the bottlenecks actually with the... Not in the satellite itself. It's actually with the ability to transmit and receive to and from the satellite. So mm. um, we'll be able to... S- I mean, normal satellite is not too bad for average browsing. Hopefully, they don't restrict it too much and they have a semi-decent upload. Um, and the one thing that, of course, does kill you with satellite is your ping, especially if you're a game player. Um, the ping, of course, is how long it takes from the information to get from your computer to the yeah. site, back yeah. to your computer. So if you've got ADSL, for example, and you do, maybe you ping Google, you might have, let's say, 25 milliseconds. Yeah. If you have brought in a cable, you might have a ping of 15. If you've got the NBN, you might have a ping of 5 milliseconds or 3 or 2 sometimes. That's pretty but good. But if you've got satellite, uh, it's potentially 100. upwards of a, you know, a second for a, for a round trip, so yeah, yeah, the ping the ping's pretty important, I think, especially if you're gamer, as you said. But yeah, look, it's better than uh, dial up for out those guys out in the country. Oh, absolutely, so, absolutely. I mean, and not yeah. all of them had access to dial up either. A lot of them just didn't have it full stop. So, mm. look, I still go. I'm going out to people's places now, and they've got the Optus dongle, and it's just pus. It's like two down, you know, mm. and it's a it's a four G dongle. It's it's oh, I don't well, know what's going on. But, um, a lot of that, I mean, I don't know, because I know with Telstra, I can get 100 down and 40 up regularly when I tethered my phone. So I wonder if those, I think a lot of the problem with those dongles particularly, they're just not powerful enough to actually transmit and receive that speed. Mm. Yeah, look, I don't know. I just, oh, look, I just, char- I just charge people 10 bucks and I just use my hotspot, my phone and download what I have to download. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, that's easy enough. Um, all right. Now, look, we've, we all like the zip files, don't we? We all use zip files. But there's, there's been a, uh, there's a problem with them. Well, hey? I use RAR. I don't think I've used a zip file in 15 years. I don't years. like RAR. Well, RAR, really? well, why not? RAR. I don't know. It's just poxy. I prefer a zip, personally, as well. I'm a, I'm a RAR. Well, anyway, I, I do zips with WinRAR. So anyway, WinRAR is the one that's under attack. Give but, me PGP. <laughs> or what's a TGZs? The Tarballs. <laughs> now, an unpatched critical remote code execution vulnerability within the WinRAR SFX archive feature has been revealed by a researcher. Good on it. The flaw affects the WinRAR SFX version 5.21, putting around 500 million users of the application at risk. The flaw enables hackers to remotely execute system code and compromise your machine. Now, according to the blog post, a remote attacker could create a compressed file and execute code on the victim's computer when the victim opens the infected compressed file. But, okay, so we've got a heading that says the WinRAR, WinRAR is under attack. But it's not really. It's a little virus someone's compressed and, and sending around. And if you open it, 
you're, you're gone. So it's not really a problem with the WinRAR. Uh, and that's probably reflected in the statement that WinRAR has put out uh, in an official statement. The RAR Lab, who are the makers of WinRAR, uh, said that the executable files are pe- that all executable files are potentially dangerous by design. We can say that limiting SFX module HTML functionality would hurt only those legitimate users who need all HTML features, making absolutely no problem for a malicious person who can use previous version SFX modules, custom modules built from their unrar source code, their own code, or archive executables for their purpose. Whew, that guy knows what he's talking about, doesn't he? That's so um, he busts because I couldn't understand a word you said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So there you go. So look, there's been a little problem with uh, with zip files or the, the the RAS, and look, it all comes back to if you don't know the sender that's sending you one, you maybe want to question what it actually is, and maybe don't unzip it. So just yeah, go, that's just we, normal. We regularly get um, emails at work, especially because we have an don't it, we have an info at email address. And that's just asking for trouble. But um, you get emails. Oh, please, please, um, you know, accept our quote so that we can get a response from you. And they send you a quote dot zip, and you're like, Yeah, yeah good story. Gonna, yeah, you know. as if you're going to open that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Look, I could probably go to my spam file right now, and I get rid of this every day. And uh, look, we've got to, oh, I'll get these all the time too. Uh, subject: Can we talk? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. I've um, been sending you those for ages. Why haven't you been responding to me? <laughs> how are you? Oh, yeah, hey, how are you? We can find you more customers and increase your sales by using our email services. I've got one of those today. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're just everywhere, aren't they? And then Page one ranking on Google. Online business for sale. You know? And you see the company name. You know, I always look at the, you know, for, I always try to make the companies really official, like, you know, Online Marketing Institute, and then their, their email address is z35 at yeah. god knows what.com. <laughs> it's all the Gmail or, or bloody Yahoo or Hotmail <laughs> or Outlook. Yeah, mm. yeah, or or, Outlook.com. Yeah, or hamster.com or something. Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. All right, uh, what else have you got for us, Will? Anything? New on? email from William Tompkinson to William Tompkinson regarding William Tompkinson. Oh. <laughs> Sounds serious. That sounds important. <laughs> you better get William Tompkinson onto that. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so Kmart, which <laughs> there's two things I have that find interesting with this story. One is they're calling Kmart a discount homewares chain store. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was my first issue I had with this article. Um, apparently, Kmart customer details have been hacked. Australian discount homewares chain Kmart is under investigation following a data breach that occurred in early September, which saw the personal details of its online customers hacked. Um, the Kmart has employed an IT forensic investigator, just one, after the personal details of its online customers were hacked. <laughs> West Farmers' own company said no customer's credit card or other payment details have been compromised. Oh, However, customers' names, email addresses, home addresses, telephone numbers, and product purchase details have been accessed in an external breach of privacy. Oh, didn't target... They're owned by Kmart. They own the same barrel. They went through a privacy breach. West Farmers. Yeah. Kmart owns... Is it, uh, is West it, Farmers owns Kmart. Is it West Farmers? No, or, it's, one, it's one of them. I can't remember which one. Coles is West um, Farmers. Yeah, well, Kmart is West Farmers as well. Yeah, and yeah, Target. Coles and Kmart, yeah, so it's Isn't West Farmers. Target? So Target's, Target's different. 
Is, oh, is it? I think Target might be owned by the same people that own Just Jeans and Aren't all that sort of thing. Meyer, David Jones. No. No, oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, no, it's not David Jones. It could be Maya. I'm not sure. No, I think I, I thought it was well because you can get flybys at Target, you get flybys at Coles. I thought they were you all can in the flybys bed. anywhere, mate. Yeah, they're yeah. useless. But, oh, so well, they, they um, point count up over time. Yeah, this breach only impacts a selection of customers who have made shopping shop who have made shopped online. Wow, with Kmart Australia. A statement from Kmart said, if customers have not received a message from Kmart Australia regarding the situation, they have not been impacted. Um, basically, in June, grocery giant Woolworths had to cancel over... Man, I should have proofread this and sent it back to them. <laughs> in June, grocery giant Woolworths had to cancel orders over $1 million worth of shopping as a result of data breach. Um, yeah, right. Uh, purchase histories was uh, data breaches affected customers who purchased vouchers as well as e-gift cards plus other stuff. So basically, in the last 12 months, if you've made a purchase online, your uh, what was you had it. your <laughs> name, email address, home address, and phone number uh, have been compromised. Mm. All right, a color for clarification: West Farmers owns both of them. Who? Kmart and... And Target. I just checked yes. it. Yes. I, I, I what thought what Target was wrapped up in there. And also another interesting thing I just noticed in this um, really well-written document is that apparently it's a West Farmers. Yeah, W-E-S without the T. Mm. Mm. Which is what it mm. should be. But it's not in this. It's West Farmers. Yeah. Uh, well, who wrote that? Probably some 30-year-old uh, seasoned journalist. Who wrote it? Let's see. Does it actually have their name on it? No. Shame them. Name them. Name and shame. Look, what I find a bit frustrating recently... Asha Barbashkakow. That there sounds like a song. Oh, you know what? They've outsourced that article. <laughs> That's probably what it is. <laughs> They've outsourced the article. <laughs> Some 12-year-old in a sweatshop. <laughs> <laughs> Fiverr.com. <laughs> uh, iTunes. <laughs> well, you know, we haven't had a security scare for a while. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Turn them around. At, the, hand, at the hands of Ken from Bombay. <laughs> <laughs> probably wrote the article at the same time he was breaching the He's security. hacking one hand writing and the other hand hacking. <laughs> and creating web pages with his feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, with one foot, one he was answering the phone for Dell with the other one. That's right. <laughs> Upside down, Miss Jane. Uh, now... Um, look, other <laughs> shows that you might be interested in. Uh, look, we, we do have some on Aussie Tech Eds. We've got the Aussie Max Zone. These are all on iTunes. Uh, obviously, Aussie Max Zone talks about apples and, uh, uh, and, and oranges. oranges and lemons and all that yeah. sort of stuff. You, it's on iTunes. Just go search for it, eh? Uh, there is a video uh, as well. You can find the video on youtube.com forward slash Aussie Tech Eds. You can find other shows, and the, such as the greatest two podcasters in the world uh, have the Old Fart Geeks podcast. Now, look, this. You heard right, Old Fart Geeks. <laughs> yes. That's right. Now, this is. Uh... Old Geek Farts. So if you're sending. Twitters to us. Don't send it to old geeks. Don't send it to old geek farts because you might look. It's smelly. Yeah, that's right. You don't want you don't want smelly tweets. Now, look, that's uh, last episode, latest episode. Very interesting interview with the was it the founder of of Microbee, the Australian well, branch of yeah. He's re, he basically bought the license to reopen the stores. Yeah, so there you go. So go search for that on iTunes. It's up there. You got the Obsidian Loft. Which will will and his cohort Warlock, Warlock uh, yep. are um, the Obsidian the, Loft and uh, Alpha Geeks. 
Yep. So uh, Wildfight Geeks is effectively retro tech, what got us into tech, what what we enjoy about it, what our old memories of it, that sort of stuff. Wildfight Geeks is was primarily Minecraft based. It's now sort of turning into just a general gaming podcast, and we do streaming and all that sort of stuff as well. You know what your um, your um, opening music should be for Old Fart Geeks? Reminiscing what? by Little River Band. <laughs> yeah, that'd now, be good. If you get the license to that. Oh, you wouldn't get the license, but the, you'd have to pay them a royalty every time you played it. Mm, but I think, uh, doesn't Glenn Troy get a bit antsy? He's, he's antsy about that sort of stuff. Oh, no, he hates it. Yeah, after he mm. lost his hair, he's all, he's all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's too much time reminiscing. Yeah, lots will do that to you. Yeah, he's reminiscing. That's right. He's looking at the mirror gun. It's not there anymore. <laughs> now, uh, and the other show is the Aussie Tech Security. Another episode of that is coming out next week for sure. And then it's going to move to a fortnightly release. So, there's look, there's a few out there. You can catch them all if you want to. Uh, plus more on the AussieTechRadio.com. It's uh, 24-7, round you go, wall-to-wall, back-to-back Australian Aussie podcast. So don't, forget, don't forget ATH web hosting. And that supplies the bandwidth for all of those little deals that you get. So um, Jump on, everyone. It's good stuff. If yeah. you do have an Australian... Uh, podcast tech podcast that you would like or even a even a niche podcast that you feel may uh need some more exposure don't forget you can send us email and um have a chat to us and we might be able to help you out yeah we'll stick stick in the round robin but uh yeah it's easy it's free so hey why not discuss nothing that's what we like now uh it costs me something but not you no that's all right it doesn't cost us anything that's 